0: Good afternoon, everybody. It's your host Monique Palmer. Hope everyone is having a good Friday. I know it's Friday the 13th, but don't let that make you think it's gonna be a bad Friday. Okay? It's Friday, and you're living. Um, that's my insight for today. So tonight's podcast, I'm just gonna ramble a little bit because I really don't have anything in particular. Um, today during devotional, I did have a few things that stuck out that I may want to talk about but I'm just gonna let God lead me in every way um tonight or today um I hope that the podcast that I've been posting so far have been giving people wisdom and um alternative perspectives and ways to look at things that's my whole goal here um I also pray and hope it's not too. what's the word personal because I want these things to, I want to be authentic with giving you my personal experiences and my personal testimonies. However, I don't want it to feel like I am constantly talking about the same thing over and over because I feel like I am, but I am in a way to where you can take multiple things from those experiences. Um, So that is my insecurities talking right now. So I would love for anybody to leave me voicemails. I do not know how to work the voicemails on here, but you are welcome to send me voicemails. Give me feedback. Give me tips. You know, I'm always open to learning new things. I'm always open to hearing criticism, to better myself. Um, I am not perfect. I'm far from it. I am trying my best to do more disciplining in my life, period, whether it's within myself with self-care, whether it's. Um, being more faithful in Christ, in my marriage, in everywhere in life. So I hope you guys are open to doing that for me, even though I'm still going to continue doing what I'm doing for you guys, because I feel like I didn't have me when I was where I was in these testimonies, in these places. So I think where I'm get, I'm being led right now is to talk about the the discipline of self-worth the reason I say the discipline of self-worth is because I feel and that is the hardest thing especially with females to do because sorry somebody's at my door hold on sorry about that guys um anyway where I was going with that um oh okay so I I feel like I'm in a place right now in life where I didn't expect to be for one because I didn't expect to be this mature at the age that I am um I have always felt that I have an old head mind or old soul um But besides that, I didn't expect to be as matured as a mom, as a wife, as a friend, as a sister, as a daughter. And the reason I say that is because the things that I went through, I feel like some people would be able to say they went through in their 40s and 50s, and I'm only 30, in my 30s. So I guess this can be a second, the second testimony. So after my surgery, after going through that and, you know, renewing my, my whole being, I still can say from today that I wasn't spiritually where I should have been. Um, or why I felt I should have been with what I went through. And the reason I say that is because the next testimony is um, the flutters and the insecurities and the feelings that I had coming up to my wedding or coming up to getting married. So I I was engaged and I felt things were, you know, going on the right path. Thank God he finally asked me, right? My kid was almost five and we had been together for maybe six years and I was like, okay, any, any day now, you know, you're talking about another kid, but uh, I kind of want to do this right this time. Um, so, you know, he proposed and we were engaged for a year within that year. I have to say that I could have did better with building us, but I was in a stage where I was so focused on my career and so focused on school that I didn't realize Like every, I'm pretty sure every normal person engaged. How serious that marriage is and the meaning of it. Um, you know how putting more effort then would have made more sense than doing it after marriage or before whatever. So, make a long story short, um, we were engaged and we we ran through a patch. And I want to say it was a patch to, a patch of that I felt I had um, some fear. And I know for sure he did because he voiced he had fear. But the crazy part is, is that I've always been that girl that was different. And what I mean by that is the girl that didn't really give a damn about marriage you know like I was kind of tomboyish, and I was just like no I'm not really into commitment <laughs> but deep down I did want it one day but I, I didn't think I wanted it as much after I had my son so I think that was all just me wanting to do the right thing okay but where I'm going with this is within that time that we went from being married I mean, uh, being together for that long and living together, cohabitating together, all those things and not, um, and not at at the right space, I would say now that we needed to be, it shows now. And the reason I say that is because we had the best connection and we were like, man, we get each other. It's like being with my boys. Sorry, interrupted again. But what I was saying was during that time, that year of engagement, I learned that not only were we best friends and we were really close and I was excited about it, but I learned a few things that I kinda did brush to the side about my husband. Like, you know, he has semi of a selfish um uh, mindset like most men. Um but I didn't think nothing of it because like he was always so caring, you know, providing. Um, you know, all those things. But I also noticed that I w- had high expectations, right? I had expectations that he was going to be my father. Okay, you know that saying, they say you marry your dad. Well, that is technically true for me. can't speak for everyone else, but I think it is for my sister too. But we tend to flock to those that are more like our father's. And what I think compared him to my dad is that his passion to provide, period, not necessarily unselfishly or whatever, but just his passion to provide and his arrogance. Now, his arrogance was something that i hated from the beginning and he dumbed it down and I felt like that was our season, right? I was there to provide that dumbed downness of arrogance for him. Um, But I also humbled him in a lot of different ways too, because we both came from a different cookie crumble. Like we came from totally opposite, you know he came from you know um the dad that worked in engineering all of his life. They lived in pretty decent homes that are almost all of them were two stories um you no, know, you know normal struggles, like everybody else, but the lifestyle was a little different, and um my lifestyle was more homey, more um you know, my parents made a living by doing side work to make extra money for things we needed or you know, one really good job and two other jobs to make ends meet. So there was a different understanding of humbleness, you know, and again, I felt opposites attract. We're good. So like a long story short, my testimony is going to I never didn't understand why closer to the date that he needed to get closure from a girl that he liked, but he never dated. And I pondered and pondered on that. And, and I made a big deal out of it. It became this big argument. But make a long story short. It was a, the epitome of how I feel now. I feel that I needed to find myself then rather than finding myself now. To know how to move with my husband on the same page today. And it's not as horrible as it sounds, but I feel we'll get there. I just don't know if I obtain the patience to get there. Okay. So my testimony is to slow down. <laughs> I didn't know what slow down meant. Everything I did was fast pacing. I'm still like that to an extent. But again, I feel that As uh, in a early in my early adult ages, I wish I would have paid more attention to self-soothing, self-worth, disciplining myself. I lived an awesome college life. I wrecked maybe two cars, and I cost my parents some money that was unwarranted, and I needed, and you know, it was a shit show. But it brought me to a sense of living life that I didn't get when I was home. But I feel again, I'm back in a place where I lack something and I don't know how to not impulsively go and get it. And it could be anything. And it could be in retrospect of my feelings, of my um, nothing ever over my family, but just always something that I would, lack, like, whether it's my confidence, my insecurities, that's where I soap all that in. And it sometimes becomes very draining and feeling bipolarish. but I'm coping with it. I had to come to an understanding after my dad passed that I have to be on some type of antidepressant because I do too much overanalyzing in my brain and I, I'm just all over the place and I'm okay with it. And I had to learn to accept it, disciplining myself to accept who I am. To be happy with who I am. And at this point in time in my life, the light at the end of the tunnel is that I'm happy. I'm free. I feel that I'm doing what I want to do to make me happy. And I'm no, I'm no longer worried about anyone else coming in that place to fulfill that for me. And I feel my dad did that a lot. Not in every aspect, but a lot. And now that he's not any longer on earth to do that, I had to learn how to do that myself. Um, so the advice in the testimony is to focus more on the inner you, your inner soul, your inner being, who you really are. Find you first before you can give anything to anybody else. Because I have a big problem with that. I'm a giver. I want to give people faith. I want to give them hope. I want to give them affection. I want to give them all the things that I feel every person deserves and because I get that you know, to an extent, but I can't give all this stuff if I'm lagging myself, you know? So guys, I hope that this message does something for you and you can either give me insight or I hope that I gave you insight or some, a different perspective. Um, so again, the testimony of that will be more in depth in another podcast, which will go more into my depression and the things that I dealt with. Um, within that time span but I can say now today I'm a better person I'm more happier I smile more I'm, I'm a better parent to my kids I'm not as mean I'm not as in the bed all the time like yes I love my rest but I want to get out and do things with my kids and I'm so happy and grateful that I've gotten there and I never thought I would so again, guys, I hope you guys have a great weekend. Have a great night. It's Friday the 13th. Don't let that scare you and make you think it's going to be a bad day, because guess what? That just means it's going to be a bad-ass good day, okay? All right, guys. Have a good one. Talk to you later. Okay, bye.